Hey everybody, welcome to episode three of Confessions of a Complicated Black Girl. I'm so excited that you're here with me and that we're moving forward. Last episode was called Pivots and Everyday Fiascos, and it was just this time of talking about how important it is to stop and make choices that are for your good when you feel external pressure happening in life. Pressure is always going to be there, but how we respond to it determines our peace. So choose peace, choose to pivot, and love yourself in the middle of pressure. For this episode, we're going to start off with a little story. Are you ready? Let's go. Imagine you're running through the woods, searching for a perfect place to hide. You dart through the trees as leaves brush your face and arms. You feel the rush of life through your veins as your heart beats faster and faster. You feel invigorated, but there's also a little bit of terror in there as you seek to outwit the person who is seeking you. Just then, you see a thick grove of bushes and trees. You know that no one will find you there, so you tuck in and get comfortable, hidden and quiet. Time goes by and it starts to get dark, and before you know it, it's the next morning. You wonder when someone will find you, but at the same time, it's kind of nice here. You feel a fresh breeze blowing through the leaves, and you get just enough sunlight for warmth. You look over and see a strawberry bush hidden next to your hiding place, and a nearby brook supplies fresh, cool water. Soon you realize that it's really nice here, and you decide to stay. Days, weeks, and years go by, and you notice the bushes and leaves around you are getting kind of thick and more dense. You see less of the sun, and you're starting to forget what its warmth feels like. But still you stay, comfortable, hidden, and quiet. Meanwhile, right outside, the world is rapidly changing. The forest has been transformed to a park, and a mall, and the landscape looks completely different. You didn't know this, but that day so many years ago, everyone was looking for you. They searched for days, weeks, and years, but found nothing. Soon they've forgotten what they were looking for, and your absence became a hidden ache in their hearts. One day, in your hiding place, you smell something amazing wafting through the trees. It's nothing like you've ever smelled before. Your stomach starts to rumble, and soon you can't take it anymore. You start clawing at the bushes, ripping off branch after branch and leaf after leaf. Noticing cuts on your hands, you take a minute and go to the brook to get a drink of water. Then you get back to work. For hours and days you toil, trying different ways to untangle the bushes and branches. Every day the sun begins to shine a little bit brighter as you let the light in. You begin to get stronger and stronger until one day you finally break free from your hiding place. The sun nearly blinds you as you step outside. As your eyes readjust, everything looks so different. A park, shops, an outdoor mall, swings, a fountain, and so much more to eat than just strawberries. You follow the sweet smell to find a funnel cake stand on a nearby boardwalk. As soon as you approach the stand, you see something that makes you stop in your tracks. The cashier is wearing a shirt that curiously resembles your silhouette. You brush it off as a coincidence until you turn and see another one, and another one, and another. Exasperated, you ask someone what these shirts mean, and they tell you this. This shirt was made for the hidden one who ceased their sweet return, away for days, weeks, months, and years from whose lost sorrow was born, 
An ache in the heart are we who wear the silhouette of this life's blessing. For time has come and gone so long, and we know not who we are missing. Thank you for listening to my story. Obviously, it's allegorical in nature, but it's really about you, and it's really about me. And it's so funny because I feel like when we're young, we're so excited about life and we're so excited for what can happen and we believe for great things. But as we get older, we get jaded and we start to hide. We stop showing up in our lives as our true selves. We start masking and start believing the lie that we don't have anything to say or have anything to offer. The problem with a lie is that it can become a jail. If you believe a lie, you lock yourself away to the possibility of good things. If I think about myself in beginning this podcast, it took many, many years to accept the fact that what I had to say was valuable. Here's a big reason why for me. So I don't know, a lot of you guys know, a lot of you might not know. I was diagnosed with ADHD and I didn't find out until late in my 30s. When I was young, it wasn't diagnosed in girls. I didn't know any girls who had ADHD. As a child, I remember trying to clean my room and I remember having a handful of Legos, paper clips, and broken crayons. And in my mind, they each needed a place to go. They didn't have a place. And I felt so paralyzed that I just sat on the floor and cried. And I had this difficulty organizing my thoughts. It was like I had too many of them. They came too fast and they piled on top of each other. And so I beat myself up for so long. The pressure and the anxiety and the overthinking and the emotional cyclical thing that went along in my mind and in my body prevented me from consistently moving forward with the simple goals that I had in my life. Whenever I tried to move forward, I'd get overwhelmed and just ghost for a while. I just felt like something was broken in me. I was really confused, like, why is everybody so successful? Why can they just put their mind to something and do it? I had all the knowledge, but I could not get myself to actually do it. And it happened for years and years and years until I finally figured out that something was wrong. I'm not trying to sabotage my success. I really want to be successful. It was very hard for me. And sometimes the process of coming out of hiding is not linear. Just like in the story of clawing through the bushes and trees and leaves, sometimes we actually have to claw through some stuff to overcome the things that once held us back. The process of me overcoming this was very interesting. I had an accident when I was in the garage with my husband. We were deadlifting some weight and my back messed up and it seemed like I had a herniated disc. When I had initially gone to the ER, they only wanted to know if my back was broken or not. And since it wasn't broken, I was instructed to follow up with a doctor of my choice. I found this really great medical group and I started to see two doctors, one for physical therapy and one for my sleep disturbance. And over the process of seeing these doctors, one day they came into my room. They said, hey Mel, we think that what you're experiencing is actually mental. And I was thinking, what in the heck are you talking about? Like my back hurts so bad. I knew my pain was not in my head. And what they continued to do was to tell me that I needed to take this medicine and I needed some cognitive behavioral therapy. Side note, this goes into the difficulty that a lot of people of color face, where they go to a doctor, tell them what the issue is, and the doctor doesn't listen to, treat, or value the person's opinion. Unfortunately, this has happened to me far too many times than I really want to admit. A lot of the issues in the medical system that people of color deal with today originated in the times of slavery. 
where physicians falsely believe that people of color were not to be valued in their views and their ideas about their bodies. And unfortunately, this cord has been perpetuated from generation to generation throughout the medical system and even recent studies still say that many physicians believe that people of color have thicker skin than their counterparts meaning that they can feel less pain and endure more than other patients. And I'll cite all these articles in the show notes. According to these doctors, I didn't fit the classic criteria for a herniated disc, so they refused to give me an MRI, and they prescribed me this medicine and cognitive behavioral therapy. They told me that the medicine would lessen my pain and help me to sleep better at night. I was really skeptical, but I was so desperate for a solution that I said a quick prayer and I took them pills and went to sleep. I woke up in the middle of the night with a rash and it was so uncomfortable that I grabbed the bottle of pills and threw them in the trash. I went online and looked up what they were for and lo and behold, it said it was for attention deficit disorder and high blood pressure. Obviously, since hindsight is 2020, a better version of myself would have done far more research and I probably would have fired those doctors. It took me a long time to get over that and honestly, I'm still processing what happened that day. I filed the experience away, but issues concerning my executive functioning came back a couple years later. My vocation at the time was less creative and I had less freedom with deadlines. I was getting extremely frustrated with my mind because it just wasn't doing what I was telling it to do. So I went online and found a doctor. She put me through a series of interviews and I was diagnosed almost immediately. I remember feeling so stupid, like how in the heck did I miss this? I had been sitting on the sidelines of my life for so long until I had finally gotten this insight. Until somebody finally said, I found you. At this point, I had two options. Option one, I could believe the lie of shame and hide myself away. Or I could believe the truth that I actually had something to offer the world. The thing about fear, guilt, and shame is that they are often learned behaviors. After we have encounter after encounter, and experience after experience, showing us that the world isn't safe, that's when we hide. And the beauty is, if you have the opportunity to believe a lie and walk out in behaviors that perpetuate those lies, like hiding, we have the opportunity to reframe the lie and believe truth. I could have just sat there and been like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna stay on this struggle bus. I could have said something's wrong, but I'm just gonna get over it. I'm just gonna find another way, but I reached out. And sometimes when you're hiding, you need somebody's hand to get you out of your hiding place. That's what I needed. When you're coming out of hiding, you're addressing the hard things. My freedom will not stay if I don't address the hard things. Even today when I woke up in the morning, I sat there on the couch and I processed that experience with those doctors because I have to see doctors in the future, right? If I don't address the anger, hurt, the fear, the self-pity, the shame, all of those things needed to be addressed for me to come out of hiding. And for me, now I have help, support, and accountability. Now I'm learning how creative and beautiful my mind is. I'm learning to let go of shame and I'm picking up grace so much more than I used to. Sometimes I have hard days, but that's when I step into self-care, believe what God said about me, and pivot my plans for my good. So if you're playing hide and seek, guess what? I found you. It's time to come out of hiding. It's time to walk in the fullness of your purpose and your destiny. It's time to quiet the lies that tell you that you're not worth it, that tell you that you're not valuable, 
There is no shame in the greatness that you are. There is no shame in your beautiful mind. There is no shame in the way that you look or the experiences that you've walked through. You're still here and you can always reframe your story. When we realize that the lies that we believed in previous seasons of our lives no longer suit us now, we have the opportunity to change the narrative. And that's what my heart is for you and for me, that we look at the lies that we're believing about our identity, about our purpose and about our worth and say, you know what, although this kept me safe when I was young, right now, this makes me feel stifled. Right now, this lie no longer applies to my life where I couldn't protect myself in the past. Now I'm wiser, now I'm better, now I've been through enough experiences to know that this isn't working anymore and that I have more strength than I thought and I actually wanna walk forward in my purpose and take my place in the world. It's time for you to come out of hiding for good. Imagine how life will look when you do. Only you can determine that. But know that I'm wearing your t-shirt and I'm rooting for you. That's what I had on my heart today, guys. I love you and I cannot wait for next week. To find me on social media, hit me up at Melody McConico. That's M-E-L-O-D-Y at M-C-C-O-N-I-C-O. I can't wait to see you there. If there are any questions that you want to ask, any things you want me to talk about, I would love to dialogue with you. Just go ahead and send me a message or put it right in the comments section on Instagram. I cannot wait until next week. Stay true, stay classy, and I'll see you then. Love you guys.